Welcome friends, you are here for episode 114 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And today um, in our conversation, we are going to take a look at Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. I'm going to go ahead and read that for us just to kick things off. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Proverbs 14 starts out with this uh, challenging and convicting and encouraging and very important word of wisdom from the Lord. It says, a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And that is powerful stuff. I mean, this podcast is all about loving our people well, um, enjoying family life, you know, keeping Jesus at the center of it, finding some peace and some purpose and some meaning in our home life, our family life, um, building that intimate marriage and enjoying our kids and not just being driven crazy by them. There's so much wrapped up in Christian family life and what this podcast is all about. And this proverb really like knocked my feet out from under me <laughs> during these last few weeks while we have been on hiatus from the podcast. Um, and actually it really jumped out to me shortly before I took the hiatus and it was a driver for taking a short hiatus, taking a break from the podcast because I was in a really rough season, just not me personally necessarily, but my family, we were sick for months on end and we had a newborn, but there was just, I had some complications like healing from all of that. And, you know, my older kids were growing and, and my uh, parents couldn't be available as much to help us out. My husband got a new job. I mean, life was crazy. And it really hit a point where I looked around and said, am I building my home or am I accidentally, unintentionally tearing it down with my own hands, with how I am interacting with my people, using my time, you know, just there was so much going on and it felt like I can't quite get my feet back under me unless I say no to a few things, unless I set a few things aside. And I will talk about all of that um, a little more closely on Friday in our Friday Faith follow-up. I'll share a little bit more Kind of personal details about what I did during the hiatus, how I used that time, um, how the Lord met me in that time, and kind of the fruit that came from that. Of course, you know, who knows the long-term fruit? I am excited to see what happens there. But I'll share a little bit more on that kind of personal side in the Friday Faith follow-up. What I want us to talk about today is this incredible verse from Proverbs. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. What does that mean? What does that look like? How do we build up our home? How do we kind of hit hit the brakes if we realize we might be tearing something down that we really don't want to? How do we find wisdom and avoid foolishness? I mean, there's so much here. Of course, we're not going to go as deep as we will over the next few weeks because we are going to sit in this place together for a while and really look at all these different components of building our home, building our family, investing in this incredibly important part of our lives. But today we're going to take kind of that big picture, 20,000 foot view of what do we see here in this scripture and in the larger context of the Bible um, how does that play out in our crazy, busy, easily distracted, so much going on lives? 
uh, that's where we're going today, my friends. And so I'm glad to be back from the hiatus. It is super fun to sit down behind the mic and have this conversation with you. Um, But let's get right to it and dive into today's conversation. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, as we get back to the podcast, uh, let me just start by saying thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for um, taking a few minutes out of your day, which I have no doubt is super busy, (laughs) but I'm so glad that you're here and I appreciate that you're taking this time to invest in your family. And I am humbled and grateful to be a small part of that. I really enjoyed and appreciated having a little hiatus from the podcast, but it is super fun to get back behind the mic. I have had ideas just like flowing over these last few weeks about, oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, this would be such a fun conversation. This would be so good. It really was probably an act of spiritual discipline to not just jump in and keep going because I enjoy this and I get such great feedback from you, from this community about how meaningful our conversations are and different things that kind of hit home for you. Um, But, you know, it's important to step back sometimes and take a break and let the Lord do his thing. (laughs) Let him kind of recenter us, make sure everything is, is where he wants it to be, not just in the world of this podcast, but in I mean, for me, in my own life, in in everything else that is going on. So I want to just start today by saying thank you for being here. Thank you also for reaching out. I mean, we got several new written reviews on the podcast during the break, which is always such an encouragement, such a blessing to me. If you haven't left a written review yet, um, hop right in there. You don't even have to stop the episode. Hop right into Apple Podcasts is really easy to do, really quick, and uh, really encouraging and helpful for me. But I really appreciate those reviews and some emails and check-ins and just, um, yeah, the things that you guys brought to me during the break were really encouraging and really helpful. And, uh, you know, you don't have to stop just because we're back. Um, I love hearing from you. I love knowing what do you want to talk about? What do you want this podcast to look like? So thank you for taking the time to do that and to be with me right here, right now. I will kick us off. Of course, you know it. You've missed it for 10 weeks. Uh, Let me kick us off with my quick little disclaimer that I am a therapist, a marriage and family therapist in South Carolina, but this podcast is not therapy. It's not professional advice specific to you. Um, I do hope it's helpful and educational. You can get a ton of resources, um, some freebies, some devotionals, some additional information about maybe connecting with a Christian counselor. All of that is on the website at loveyourpeoplewell.com. And uh, spoiler alert, actually part of what I did during the hiatus is just kind of revamp things a little bit on the website, Uh, wound up developing a few new resources, a new 40-day devotional, a new devotional workbook, (laughs) some other resources that are a little more specific to what we're talking about today. 
Um, so I'll mention them as we go. That was not my plan in the hiatus, but it was, you know, it was just there. And so as I'm processing through it for myself, you know, sometimes you realize this could really be helpful for other people too. So there's a lot of great stuff. If you haven't been on the website in a while, loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, grab those freebies, take a look around. You can find all the old episodes and blog format, all the things. Okay. I'm not going to waste your time with that anymore. I just want to point you there so that you know that is a resource for you. But let's let's just sit together, my friend. I, I realize realistically, you're probably folding laundry or washing dishes or driving the car, but I'm going to pretend we're sitting together on the couch and we've got our hot cup of tea and we're just going to chat for a little bit about what is important to us what um, God wants to be important to us. How can we, how can we live life just a little bit better, a little bit more meaningfully? That is the conversation that I want us to have today. And I already told you that this is stemming from Proverbs chapter 14, verse one. I'm going to read that for us again. This is again from the New Living Translation. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And that, I mean, it just hits home. (laughs) uh, I about to say proverb, pun intended, I suppose. A wise woman builds her home. And that hit home for me over the last few months in a big way. And um, like I said, on Friday in our Friday Faith follow-up, I will share a little bit more kind of some of the personal things that I was able to do in my home my, you know, with my kids and my husband and my life and my faith, what that looked like over this hiatus and how the Lord was speaking and moving there. But when we think about this big picture for all of us, for me, for you, for every friend you have, every woman, you know, everyone who is married, who has kids, who is pouring into family life, this is what we want. We want to build a home. We want a place where our people are together, where we can kind of kick off our shoes at the end of the day and relax. We can feel comfortable. We can enjoy one another. And I think we all know that home, when we think about this, a wise woman builds her home. There are some very, obviously the specifics of it are going to look very different. You might love bright, beautiful colors in your home, or you might be a minimalist in your home, or you might have a problem with clutter in your home, or you might, you might homeschool, you might work at home. Like our home is used obviously in an incredible variety of ways that are very specific to our individual families. But we all know that there are some big picture concepts of home that influence what we want, not necessarily what we have and what we wind up with, but what we want. And as we think about that, biblically, we see a clear picture from the Lord of what the home should include. Um, And and I don't mean there's a specific verse necessarily that I'm going to point to to say, oh, if you read this verse and just live it out, boom, problem solved. You've got a biblical home, a good home, a godly home. I mean that if we read through the entirety of scripture, we see that God places an incredible, incredibly high value on family. 
And there are a lot of messed up families in the pages of scripture. But right from the beginning, when God created man, he said it is not good for him to be alone. And he created woman. And their immediate job was care for the earth and multiply so that you fill the earth, have children. Family was right there at the very beginning of creation. And as we continue reading on, despite, you know, all these multiple marriages and just some crazy sibling rivalry and just pretty awful things really that happened in a lot of um, families back in the Old Testament, we know some pretty ridiculous things happen today in family life. And yet through all of that, the Lord over the course of time would pick various people and then various people groups. You know, he picked Abraham, he picked Moses, then he, you know, he picked the Israelites and was with this entire people group. All of that was really about the Lord bringing together a family, his people. They built the temple so that he could have a home among his people. And of course, then in the New Testament, we see Jesus, God's own son, coming to live among us, creating a community that was so close-knit that the church, they call each other brothers and sisters. I mean, they, from the earliest days after Christ died and was resurrected, we see this family element of the people who are following Christ. We see that God adopts us into his family that he makes his home inside of us with that deposit of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, when we read Revelation, which can be confusing and overwhelming, of course, there's a lot of metaphors and analogies and all sorts of things. But ultimately, when we read what God has to say about the end, the end times, the end of the world, it boils down to we're going to be living with him. He will be our light. He will be our joy the family will be complete. So there is a huge biblical priority placed on family and home and this this sense of togetherness, not just for the sake of togetherness, like I'm not bored because I have someone to hang out with, but that sense of purpose and meaning that together we are following the Lord, we are encouraging one another, we are seeking after him, and that is what gives us purpose and meaning and creates this value in the home and the family experience. And there are so many scriptures about how we treat one another. Obviously, there are some that are very specific to the family, like Ephesians chapter 5. It's a very common one. You know, husbands do this, wives do this, children do this. But even more broadly than that, we see a lot in especially the New Testament about treating each other with gentleness and patience and compassion, and forgiving one another, and encouraging one another. And so these attitudes and interactions are not exclusive to our family life, like who's living in the house with you, who are your children, where you have a birth certificate for them, or something like that. Um, Obviously, it's broader than that, but it is definitely not less than that. There should be a central location in our lives where we feel the most comfortable, the most supported, the most encouraged, the most welcomed, where we feel the safest and the most loved, and that should be our home. And so when we read a passage like Proverbs chapter 14, a wise woman builds her home. 
we see clearly here it has to be intentional. It does not say a wise woman stumbles across a great home life or, you know, like somehow this happens by accident. Um, it has to be intentional. Building something takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. And if we're building a home that is is everything God wants it to be, everything we want it to be, everything we want it to be for our kids and for our people, that is hard work that is worth it. It is meaningful. And we are not going to get into the nuts and bolts today of how do we do that. Um, if, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you probably know that I really like practical strategies and action steps. I think that is super important. Um, and if you've ever been a client of mine in counseling, yeah, we, you know, insight is nice and that's meaningful, but it's really only meaningful if we do something with that insight. I'm a very action oriented person. Um, but we're not going there today. We're not going to dive into a bunch of practical ideas, tips and tricks and life hacks and things like that to look at how do we build our home. Uh, what we're actually going to do is a, a little mini series basically over these next several weeks to dive into some of the components of building a home. Like we're talking about here, a biblical home, a godly home, a fun home, a peaceful home, you know, a place where we can actually enjoy life together. We will dive into those kind of practical ideas and strategies over the next few weeks. What we're doing right now is more setting the stage, trying to get our feet solidly underneath us about why this even matters. Why is it important? Why is it worth the effort to build our home? Why would the Lord say that that's what a wise woman does. And we have to consider also <laughs> the second half of this verse in Proverbs, a foolish woman, she's she's still at home. She's still investing time and energy into her home life, her family life. But instead of building it up, she's tearing it down with her own hands. Now, there's a lot we can say about building up our home, but there's also a lot we can say about tearing it down. And I don't think I really have to paint a very big picture of what that looks like, because I'm going to guess you can fill in the blanks. You have probably seen ways where your attitude has negatively affected the people in your home or your choice of words or tone of voice has had a, a negative impact, a hurtful impact on someone that you love. You have probably seen, you know, that, that struggle of, you know, work-life balance or how much time am I putting here versus time am I putting there? your boundaries, you know, there's all sorts of elements that come into how am I personally as an individual, either building up my home or tearing it down. And I think that you can probably fill in some blanks there yourself um, of what that has looked like for you personally, because we all do it. I mean, despite our best efforts, we are not perfect. Our homes are not perfect. Our children are not perfect. Our marriages are not perfect. We want to invest in all of that, be intentional with all of that. We want to enjoy all of that, but we will not enjoy it 100% of the time. We will not make the right decision 100% of the time. And I don't think that's what the Lord is, is telling us we should expect, or I mean, he probably, he wants us to try for that. I don't mean we shouldn't try for that, but 
you know, when he says a wise woman builds her home, he doesn't mean if you have a day where you're just in a cranky mood, that everything's going to fall apart and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, he doesn't want us to just indulge cranky moods, you know, for the whole day. <laughs> there are plenty of biblical ideas about how to handle that type of moment, how to turn things around, how to, you know, preach to ourselves the truths of scripture so that we can still be kind and still be compassionate and all these various things. But at the end of the day, God knows and we know we're not going to do it perfectly all the time. But every day is a new day and we want to be building up our home rather than tearing it down. And I will close on that that thought, this this kind of big picture view of building our home. I want to close with probably the world's most ridiculous story um, of what happened when I sat down to record this episode of the podcast. Um, and trust me, we will connect it. Okay. But here's, let me, let me just paint you a scene. Jessica is not the most tech savvy person. Okay. If you've listened for the, to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me mention that you've probably noticed the sound quality changes a little here and there, all the things <laughs> tech is not my best friend. It's an okay friend. I'm happy to hang out with it once in a while, but it's not my bestie. Um, so you can probably picture I've had a really stressful few months. So we're taking this little hiatus. I don't sit down behind the microphone for a while. I sat down to record this episode. I'm excited about it. I know what I'm going to talk about, like the Lord is in it. And I probably tried for half an hour to record the episode. I kept, I always like to hit the record button and say a little bit and then listen to it just to make sure like, do I have the right microphone on, you know, or whatever. How is the sound quality? Usually you can tell right away like, oh, I forgot to hit stereo or, oh, I, you know, I'm using the computer mic instead of my fancy mic or, you know, whatever. Or gosh, you really can hear my really loud kids in the background. So let me pause or try this again later. (laughs) Anyway, I sit down to record this episode. It took me a half hour multiple, multiple trial and error, trying it, trying it, trying it. And I'm like, the sound quality is just weird. Like it just does not sound right. I've recorded well over a hundred episodes of this podcast. We've been doing this almost two years now. Like I know how to turn on my microphone and record an episode. And yet it took me probably 20 tries. I finally really was giving up and saying, I'm just going to have to ask my husband tonight when he gets home. Like he is a tech guy. He can figure this out for me. What is wrong with my audio? Like it just doesn't sound good. And finally I decided, or I don't even know why I checked it, but the problem was I had the microphone turned around backwards. Obviously it's, you know, one of those mics where the back looks basically just like the front. You just can't see the little tiny light. And I spent a half hour like getting really frustrated. And like, I know I have, I have this tiny window of time to record an episode. Um, This actually was yesterday (laughs) that it was happening. And instead of recording the episode, I spent a half hour figuring out, oh, whoops, I had the microphone backwards. No wonder the sound quality was really weird. As soon as I turned it around, everything was perfect. And the kids were waking up from their naps. And so (laughs) I didn't get to record it. Here we are today trying again, and it went so much more smoothly. Now, why do I tell you that ridiculous little story about my microphone? Uh, Well, first of all, let's all just acknowledge I'm not perfect. Sometimes you can listen to a podcast and feel like, man, they have got it all together. They know all these wise, wonderful things that they talk about. My friend, I do not have it all together, (laughs) even when it comes to my microphone for recording this episode. 
But why do I particularly share that story right now as we're talking about wisdom and foolishness and building up our home or tearing our home down? The reality is we can sometimes feel like I am putting in a ton of effort to build my home. I'm putting in a ton of effort to record this episode, to figure out my tech and my audio, or I'm putting in a ton of effort into my marriage or parenting my kids or teaching my kids some important lesson or growing with the Lord or whatever the thing is. I'm putting in all this energy, all this time, and it is just not working. And that can be so discouraging That can be really frustrating. It can make us angry or overwhelmed or depressed, or it can bring up all sorts of hard emotions. And at the end of the day, once we figure it out, and it's it's obviously in real life, in your marriage, in your parenting, it's usually not as simple as, oh, whoops, I had the microphone turned around. Oh, whoops, maybe I shouldn't call my husband names all day long. Okay, maybe if that's what's happening, yes, it's probably as point blank as just, hey, stop doing this and start doing this other thing boom, problem solved. That's true maybe with a microphone when you're recording a podcast. But in family life, in building up a home, things are messy. There's a lot of people involved, a lot of feelings involved. You cannot control other people. (laughs) Even if you are doing all the air quotes, right things, that does not guarantee things are going to happen the way you think they will or should. And so I share that story hopefully as an encouragement to all of us that trial and error, like putting forth that effort, working toward it is worth it. And it's okay to feel dumb. It's okay to feel like what the heck is wrong with me. It's okay to think I better ask, you know, I had to, I really was gonna just ask my husband, solve this problem for me, help me figure it out. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to other people. It's okay to not have all the answers. The Lord does not hold us responsible for the outcomes. He holds us responsible for the motives of our heart and the efforts that we put in toward building our home. If we are seeking him, that is wisdom. If we are trying to invest in our marriage, invest in our kids, we're trying to grow in patience and in compassion and have more and more forgiveness in our home and humility in our parenting and in our interactions. As we work into these things, lean into these things, pray about these things, we are building up our homes. But we might not see the fruit as quickly as we would like. We might not always feel encouraged and happy and like, oh, this is fun (laughs) all the time. But that does not mean that we are tearing down our house. It does not mean we are acting foolishly. And so, you know, is that little story a bit of a jump (laughs) into thinking about our family life? Probably, but it was a very current event and it made me laugh at myself. And at the end of the day, I see this all the time in the counseling room. We have to be able to laugh at ourselves. We have to be able to admit and recognize, wow, that's not working. Let's try something else and then do it. Try it. We do not have to take everything as a make or break situation. And so I mentioned over the next few weeks, we're going to dive into some practical ideas for building up our homes and avoiding tearing them down (laughs) with our own hands. We will get practical about how we use our words. We will get practical about um, 
family discipleship and spiritual growth. I mean, there's a variety of areas and I've already thought through a lot of that um, because I've personally been thinking through a lot of that. I will talk about that more on Friday, but just, just to know that's what's coming. But for now, my friends, just pray, pray for your people, pray for yourself, pray for your home, Uh, memorize Proverbs 14 verse one. That might be an encouragement for you. And don't beat yourself up about every mistake that might happen. Don't feel discouraged because things aren't going perfectly. Just know tomorrow is another day. Your God is faithful and good and way more powerful than any problems or sins or struggles in your marriage, in your parenting, in your family, in your home. God has got this. And so as we pursue him and we try to cover our family and our home life with his presence and his grace, we cover all of that in prayer. That is wisdom. That is building up our home. And we're going to work together over the next few weeks to uh, get a little more specific in what we can do to make that happen. So um, I'm going to close this out there. We will be back on Friday with the Friday Faith Follow-Up. Like I said, I will share a little bit more of my personal things I was kind of wrestling with, praying about, little changes, things like that um, during this hiatus. And uh, let me remind you to head on over to the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. There are some great free resources there, some new devotionals, um, some new, uh, I always call them kind of my practical tools uh, that I house on Etsy in my shop there. Like there's some new stuff. There's some good stuff. I would really encourage you to check that out. And I would really encourage you to share this episode with a friend. You can hit that little copy link, send a text, encourage someone today um, with scripture and maybe with a podcast episode. So my friend, uh, we will be back on Friday. And until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.